This is the Run River Pursuits podcast. Right now, I want to talk about something that is my passion. I don't know if you can tell or not if I like the catfish a little bit. <laughs> I don't like go by Uncle Catfish all the time, just 99% of the time. But yeah. Bobby knows something about catfish, and this is Bobby. How you doing? And he goes down to a, he actually guides out of a place that we've been to quite a few times. I know you guys have seen that uh, like Will and myself, Lacey, uh, Leanna, we like to travel down to South Carolina to a place called Santee Cooper. It is uh, two of the biggest fresh body water connected by a canal on the East Coast, if not the biggest. I think it, it might even be the biggest. Um, it I sure know looks it's like, the biggest in the uh, state. Yeah. I think it is, yeah. And uh, so he's out of Black's Camp. I'm going to show you that right there. And uh, if you guys want to go catch just world-class blue cats, now I'm talking blue cats. I ain't talking the channel cats that we catch on a Sunday. And not the big, big flatheads that are the best in the world. Try, try to get that in the background right over there. If yeah. you want to go catch a, a, a blue cat. A true. I'm talking about a catfish that'll swallow some big old bluegills whole. You go see Bobby. Bobby, what do you guys uh, do down in South Carolina? What do you guys got going on down there? Well, we um, we tend to use a, a tactic called drift fishing. Yes. It's um, You put a slinky weight on your main line and then you use a float to, to the leader to kind of um, suspend the bait off the bottom a little bit. Yep, yep. Yeah. And you're fishing with bluegills primarily? Um, cut bait? Cut bait, uh, blueback herring, sure. mullet. Um, so what Bobby's saying, too, is like, so they use a weight that doesn't really hang up on the bottom. So as they drift the boat, they can cover tons of ground. And the the so as the leader goes down to the circle hook, the bait itself has a float under it to keep it off the bottom. So you got a weight dragon and you got a, a bait above it, which is actually one of the best tactics there is for finding these mega, mega fish that don't like to move very much. A fish like that don't like to travel long distance during the daytime. No, uh-uh. You what go I, to him. What I'll do is uh, I'll drift an area, and if I mark some fish and catch some fish in that area, I'll throw a marker down. Um, maybe if I have still enough wind, redrift it, or if I don't have any wind at all, you anchor down on that marker where you caught them fish at sure throw the baits back over yep i got you reset back up now i'm looking at this and it says captain kingfish now who is that oh that's my buddy charles that's charles captain kingfish i just happened to see your name i was asking who was behind me here (laughs) yeah he guides out of blacks too he's a good guy so you fishing off of a pontoon boat 25 foot uh tritoon full enclosure um good for um the summer when it's hot, uh, good for the winter when it's cold. Right, right. And, what's and, the, what's and, the cold winter like down yeah. in South Carolina? Oh, 30 degrees. 30 huh. degrees. Yeah. Very cold. <laughs> yeah, it, ain't, it ain't nothing compared to up here in Pennsylvania. <laughs> and, I'll and, tell you, these last couple of days have been South Carolina-type winter, and, right? Yeah. And yeah. tell Uncle Buck primarily. Now, this is an inside secret, so I'm going to hide my face from Facebook Live. Sometimes in the winter, like December, some of the big ones bite. I was just going to ask, when, yeah. when, the, when is yep. fishing season and then when is prime time season? Prime time to catch a big boy like that, November, December, when they're All feeding right. up for the winter. Okay. Yeah. They, um, they just, I caught more big fish this year in November and December than I did all summer. They seem to want to fatten up there. Like something turns on, blah, blah, blah. Makes sense getting ready before the cold water. Have or? you ever hooked into a, uh, a like an 80-pound blue cat? No. So you never. have to take this stance, right? It's like, <laughs> and then you got to put the pole here, and then Ryan's got a hold of your belt loop, and the rod goes under the pontoon. 
and that's why he uses the tri because it tries to rock the boat. Okay. You feel like it's going to snap at any second yeah. sometimes. Yeah, it, it feels like you're pulling up the lake. Yeah, oh, man. Lord. The tri-tune is nice, too, because some of these bigger bodies of water in Santee can get extremely choppy. When you're out there, um, if the wind does kick up pretty hard, it can feel a little bit more like the Great Lakes. It's a big body of yeah, water. Yeah. Um, the tri-tune steadies it up. I've had days where it's unfishable. I mean, you got customers can't even stand. Your boat's just they're, rocking. They're chumming for you, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a guy in the group who likes to chum yeah. whenever we go out. I'm sure and I'm sure on days like that, Bobby can figure out some good stuff to cook up anyhow. Yeah. 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 So when we were down in Sandy Cooper, uh, when I first went down there, I had to hire another guide to show me the, the ropes, to show me how the where the lake was laid out. And uh, this was many years ago. And uh, it was a brutal hot hot august day like one of them hot august days and the lake was flat drift socks didn't work nothing you couldn't get the proper speed literally just sat on a pancake and he mm-hmm. said it was very odd for the lake to ever do that and it was brutal hot so he took us over to the bank and he told Lacey, if you're hot you want to jump in the water go on head i'll watch for alligators people don't <laughs> understand that sandy cooper has alligators yeah in them. yeah um one day i was it was during the summer real hot you know and sometimes the canal, the diversion canal gets real low, and they got sandbars on each sides. And I was running down the canal, and all of a sudden I see an eight-foot gator just sitting there on the sandbar, uh, just laying out. Yeah. Miss uh-huh. Lacey actually hooked one by accident with a bass lure, this little guy, and uh, she wanted to fight it and fight it, and it went under. Eight-pound tests don't do well with even a little alligator. It, it didn't take long to snap it off, but she's like, I got it, I got it. I'm like... Uh-huh. <laughs> it went down under the boat, touched the keel, and the line was gone. But yeah. they are a – there's some other beautiful wildlife. What other wildlife's down in Sandy Cooper that you can see? Do you have um, bald eagles down we there? We do have bald eagles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, all the time in the, in the canal, you see them on the dead trees just sitting there. Gotcha. What can somebody expect to bring? Say, guys listening to this are going, I want to go to Sandy Cooper and catch a monster blue cat. What are they going to bring with them? Um, if you use a guide, nothing really. Yeah. Um, your license and uh, whatever you want to eat or drink on the boat. Sunscreen and some sunglasses, yeah. right? Yeah. And there's some. There's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity in different places. If you, if you look around, there's a lot of different places to stay around Santee. There's a lot of little hotels and stuff to stay at. Yeah, they got um, all kind of hotels, nice hotels in the actual town of Santee. Yeah. But see, Black's Camping isn't a little far away from the town, but they got. Um, Canal Lakes Fish Camp, Hills Landing, Black's Fish Camp. Yep, yep. Um, let's see here. I think that's about it. Yeah, the the Canal Lake uh, Fish Camp is where we bought our bait last year when we were down there. They had uh, they had some good bait for us down there, and we used their boat ramp, and uh, they were really nice to us for being out of town. So uh, I didn't really know where to put in in the canal, and that's where we found it. So. Mm-hmm. Now that I know somebody that has another place to show me where to get in at, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, man. Come on down. And Bobby, you from down there originally? Yes, I've always lived in uh, Cross. Yeah. Okay. Very good. It is an absolutely stunning, beautiful place. It, you would think that you would have to go the whole way to southern Georgia to see cypress trees and things like that. But they're there. It's yeah. uh, There's some just beautiful country there. There in the um, lake, huh? There's uh, There's no housing on the lake no. i mean one side's housing but it's it's pretty rural out there yeah, yeah. Beautiful. i like the sound of that yeah I, I i gotta ask go ahead i'm i'm looking in this other case here oh and it, big happen, football. it happens to be my favorite species yeah, to go yeah. after it's uncle fish, crappie yeah uncle crappie <laughs> And, and I and even nice sunfish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love fishing for panfish, but that crappie's awful beautiful. But that 
that that sunfish what's a redfish officially uh shell crack yeah 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 redfish and uh it is in five pounds seven and a half ounces if you're not watching on facebook live this thing's a football that's bigger yeah, than that's bigger than most people's bass they catch and and you're catching and that's a state record mm-hmm. out of santee yeah i yeah. don't know but i don't think tom brady could even throw that one i, I think i think the story goes <laughs> to this fish they were catfishing and they ended up catching this thing yeah that's wow. that, that's a tank right there. Heck yeah, it is. That's a tank. It, here's the thing: people don't realize we're saying lake. The lake can get pretty deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's things in the lake that can get monstrous because they have the places to hide. And so this lake down in South Carolina, unlike some of the lakes that we have here, it has literally forests in part of it, like uh, motor killing forests. Uh, they call them labyrinths of underwater tree stumps. Um, which allows not the gators, but the blue cats, the places to hide and mm. get that big. And all these other panfish that they're eating, I'm sure, like them. Well, cry, they, them if you're eating a panfish like that, you're getting you're going to get big. Yeah, you are. <laughs> now no. there, there are blue cats that'll swallow, that'll eat that. Oh thing. yeah, you know, yeah, no doubt. Um, whenever I go to Lake Marion, um, since they didn't timber that lake and everything, all the trees stumps are still down there. You just look on that fish finder and you can see all types of different kind of species mixed in with the catfish so it's it's no doubt that they get huge yeah Dang. you know what the, the upper part of that is that is that what lake i'm talking about the upper, yeah. i get i get moultrie and marion mixed up yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, moultrie is it's it's practically clear you don't have to worry about anything in that lake but yeah. Yeah. but there's blue cats in both of them yeah yeah what other blue cats i see a striper back here do they actually have them down there yeah um one of my buddies, um, he actually caught a 20-pounder about a week ago. Really? Uh, Holy cow. Yeah. yeah. I, it was a new one on me. Being down there multiple times, I didn't know that there I'm, were stripers in the lake. I'm surprised that that camera's still going. Yeah. Stevie, and Stevie shaking. didn't yeah. drop it, Stevie's run over here to the table, start signing papers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> average size for about a striper is 26 inches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, good-sized fish. If you, yeah, it's average. <laughs> Stevie's yelling average. Keep it down back there. <laughs> if, you guys, if you guys get a chance to uh, head down to South Carolina, it's pretty much a straight shot down 90, uh, 95. 95, yeah. Um, and then if you go over a bridge and see bodies of water that are massive on both sides, you're there. Like, it's it's almost the only body of water in that area yeah. that has a big bridge over it. Nice. Turn around and head back to Black's Camp to see Bobby and uh, get yourself on some of these big blue cats. Yeah, man. I'd love to take you all out. Hey, thank you, Bobby. Thank you, Bobby. Appreciate appreciate it, it, Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. So if people here want to find you at uh, Black's Camp, and there is a website, www.blackscamp.com, and uh, you can see that there's a – he's got all the state records and stuff listed in here and some pictures. We'll put some pictures of this up. But do you guys have any social media that they could find? Um, I got a Facebook page. It's called Bob's Guide Service Encore. You search that in the search bar, and you'll be set. Sounds good, man. Thank you very much for talking with us. Hey, man. See you, Bobby. See you all. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. So, guys, we made it down here to the fishing hall, and surprise, Stevie came along. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's it's amazing. And uh, and we actually got down here. We're going to be talking with Vance Sahorsky. Did I say that right, Vance? You got it. All right. I've been working on that all day. (laughs) Um, You nailed it, But we're down here for a very particular reason. Now, we're here, and we're at the line cutter's booth. It's starting already. Of course it is, bud. (laughs) We are at the line cutter's booth, and Vance, I just got to tell you, Stevie has unofficially been part of your pro staff, whether you were aware of this or not, (laughs) because he is... uh, 
well, let's just say notorious uh, in our group for one time for a, one time a trip. Yep, <laughs> one, <laughs> one time a trip, right? <laughs> uh, now, Stevie had the unfortunate uh, circumstance of letting the striper go for uh, for his cousin Will yeah. uh, right at the rocks, and right uh, the ever rocks. since then. We've been accusing him of having your product on his hands. Yeah. So, uh, but instead of the demonstrated proper on the outside, the dorsal side of the hand, if you will. <laughs> if you will. I, I had it like a Stevie Dr. puts Phil. it in, in stealth, <laughs> stealth mode on the inside, so we don't really notice it. And he, yeah. he switched his band over to like a flesh tone. I was going to say, yeah. it might and, be our new translucent yeah. band. Jeez. Yeah. That's tell us about your product. So man. anyway, tell us a little bit about line cutters. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you guys all fish, so you know, yeah. that cutting fishing line forever has not been sexy or cool, and you know, it's. I think personally, it's been overlooked because I've chipped my teeth twice biting fishing line. I was just. So I have a porcelain cap. Wow. Everybody but dentists. Uh, yep. Yeah, and Don't and also that. braid. You know, I started using braid, and I yeah. stepped on a fillet knife in Florida and almost Ooh. cut my, mm. severed my pinky toe off. And Ooh. I'm like, you know what? I, you know, I've I've been battling fishing line all the time. All my friends complain about cutting braid. Yeah, and a lot of these snipper and scissor products over time they loosen up and they fray. And what do we do? We lick our fishing line and twist it and. You know, you go through this hokey pokey just to try and cut your tagline off. Yeah. And no, you're not. So you're long not story wrong there short, at all. yeah, I just uh, came up with a, a pretty cool solution. I got a patent on it, so it may look simple from the outside, but it actually it's pretty insanely effective uh, yeah. with a hundred pound braid and. Now it's my full-time gig. So. Yeah, and, cool. for, and for people that don't realize, this is one of those products that actually started on that Shark Tank TV show. Not started there, but you know was on Shark Tank and uh, has been working for you, bud. Yeah, right? it's been great. And the really cool thing about that show is, I mean, not only did 7 to 10 million people see it on primetime television, but because so many people saw it, they've taken my idea and they've taken it to the next level because instead of just one brain working on a product, you have millions of brains so sure. i've seen pictures of you know our ring people are putting it on their fishing rod handle i mean it sounds crazy but i invented the ring and i didn't think of that yeah, yeah. you know right. and uh, guides are zip tying it to their t-top boat rails and you know and then i heard you got to make a peel and stick one so now we have that and then i have a zipper pull that goes on clothing zippers just filed a patent on that that's coming out soon so you know all these people magnet have, yeah, put a yeah, magnet on the bottom one. Well, there we go. I Boom. might have to cut you in on that, Ryan. Patent pending. Yeah, there we go. So now, you know, it's turned into this thing where it was started as a ring just because I wear board shorts when I surf fish and I didn't want to have a cutter on my body. Right. And now I've seen them on, you know, personal flotation devices, tackle boxes, like back of snapback hats. Kids are putting them on their tennis shoelaces. And, you know, I mean, you want to cut braid or mono or fluoro, it's the fastest, safest, I mean, easiest cutter to use in the industry, and it weighs less than a quarter of an ounce, you know. So there's no there's no way. I'm kind of rubbing all over one of the displays here you have with my fingers, and I don't feel any sharp edges at all. Yep, so that's the safety aspect. You know, when you're in a kayak going through the surf, you know, the last thing you want is, like, maybe a sharp pair of scissors on your neck or pull out yeah. a, a, a knife or a pocket. I used to pull out a pocket knife, and it was three steps. You know, when you're in a kayak offshore, you don't want that. So with this ring, you can't cut yourself. You know, it's it's safe. And a uh, perfect example is quilters and ladies that sew are using it now. And some men, 
and you can take them on airplanes. So we fell into the quilting industry, and now that's forty percent of our business. Oh, wow. oh my god! Yeah, it's no wild. kidding. Yeah, they're putting Swarovski wow. crystals on. It's it's weird. We got a whole uh, Instagram page called Thread Cutters with a Z. It's wild. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, cool. it's nuts. Who would have thought? <laughs> Fishing to yeah to quilting. To quilting. So you've uh. got some that are camouflage and some that are bedazzled i love it <laughs> yeah so imagine so my brother i hired him full-time and we got a couple other full-time employees now but we did our first quilting show and it took me like a year before i told my buddies that i was working a quilting show with uh-huh. my brother but these <laughs> they would come up and pinch our cheek and you know like, oh, talk, talk quilting and, but you know once the paycheck started coming in then yeah, I, can, I was okay with telling yeah, my you friends can take, but, you can take a good uh cheek pinching yeah you're not right <laughs> Yeah. So, so what are you offering here to show this week, Vince? So, you know, we've got a, a kayak net that's awesome. It floats. It's got a short handle, you know, really designed for wade fishing, kayak handling. They're 25 bucks. You can't beat it. Rubber net. Uh, so your your barbs don't get buried in the in the mesh. Yeah. Uh, we've got our rod covers by TRC. You know, they've got a foam end on them and they've got a reel strap so they don't blow off and they won't pop through the end of course our line cutters i mean that's our our showstopper sure. here uh, a lot of people you know you saw like the people that just bought one in front of you they see it cut a hundred pound braid and they're like oh my gosh yeah yeah, yeah. speaking yeah. of that uh, hundred pound braid and you were talking about safety tell us more about that aspect with the shark fishing because that i that was one of those head slapping moments with the line cutter as well for me when you were first describing that to us yeah so you know the other thing for kayakers is just safety and and i personally wear it on my finger you can accidentally cut your line so there's things you can do like put a piece of rubber band around that opening um you can't cut your line like if anything gets in there it's going to do its job Mm -hmm. right Uh, Right. but for me for when i'm using a hundred pound braid in florida and i'm catching shark like this past july i caught an eight and a half foot bull shark it's all on video the drag runs like we posted on our instagram are intense so if you get a hundred pound braid somehow wrapped up you know the shark cuts back and you get tangled in that and you're in a kayak there's a serious amount of force by that oh, animal. Oh, yeah. And then also, I mean, a 100-pound braid, will do, it'll cut through your skin like yeah, nothing. Yeah, sure. So Down for to the me, bone. yeah, I want to be able to wear it and cut line in a second if I have to. Mm-hmm. And a, a spinoff from that is not, that's why scuba divers use them now. So we had, were approached by a scuba diver instructor in Long Beach, California, and she said the scuba divers, when they get tangled in fishing line and reefs and, and shipwrecks or whatever, mm-hmm. they, get, they get it in their regulator. They can get tangled in their tank. So they can reach back with the ring, and the ring won't cut the air hose, but it'll cut fishing line. That's a heck of a lot safer, safer. than a boot sure. knife cutting right the air yeah. hose. Right on. Well, yeah. same thing with kayak fishing. If you get a big fish on and it's screaming, you want to cut quick. So that's the safety aspect. And we have had two different emails where I really wanted to promote that it saved somebody's life uh-huh. but from a legal standpoint. And, you know, yeah. I didn't. Right, we felt right. like that was taking a cheap shot at somebody's sure. misfortune, you know, no, but, but just the ring did save them. Just and the, uh, just the idea and the explanation, it's stuff that you don't think about. Right. You know? So you don't actually have to have the testimonial maybe, but just the idea that these things happen, Yep, they could happen. And here's a way yeah. out of it. Yeah. And, and a much safer way. Like I awesome. said, instead of getting that boot knife that could cut anything up there, especially when you're you need to breathe still. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's kind of important. It's kind of important. Thank you, Ryan. I do it almost all the time. Yeah, yeah. Breathe. Yeah. I try to. 
Some days How much hard. are they selling for it to show this week, man? So we do a show special. You buy one, which is our standard price of 12 You get the second one for $8 more. So it's an incentive to pick up. You know, A lot of people like to do one peel and stick flat mount and one ring mm-hmm. so they can get both for a $20 bill. And, uh, you know, it's cheaper than a dental deductible on a trip to the ER, you know. So it's it's worth it. And cool. and I want to actually ask you a question that we heard uh, one of your customers ask you just prior to us uh, recording with you. What are the options as far as replacing the blades? So that's a really good question. Uh, you know, we looked at having a replaceable blade. Mm-hmm. and. When we started looking at what that did to the cost to put a screw in the side and all that, well, now your ring is 20 bucks, yeah. you know, and, and then you have to try and figure out where to buy the blades, which would be difficult. Yep. And then you have to worry about consumers, issues. not that consumers aren't intelligent, but you always assume, you know, the path of least resistance, is somebody going to know how to install the blade right. and could they cut themselves right. and all that. So yep. ours is designed to be a disposable product. You get two to three, maybe five years out of it. Wow. At this show, we've heard people that got them four years ago, wow. still on the same ring. Right, and what, what you were bucks. saying was you have um, you have captains that are in salt water yep. that are using these blades three for plus three, years. four years. Yep, absolutely. Wow. And, and, wow. You know, same, same ring. So for that investment of two for 20 yeah. I mean yeah so yeah I don't, I don't want yeah. to I don't want the hassle of replacing blades. yeah like, like you said earlier nothing for fishing costs $12 and lasts four years <laughs> no yeah. nothing so that that's a that's certainly a great not deal. Stevie's stuff mm. it's some of the mm. trade shows we go to the beers are 10 bucks you <laughs> yeah. know so someone's like oh 10 bucks I don't yeah. know and they're sipping on a 10 dollar beer yeah. I'm yeah. like man you know this, I promise this will last longer it won't taste as good but I promise <laughs> it's a better investment uh, oh, <laughs> but man. if you eat it it's it's, it's not going to hurt you though. Yeah. 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 you're not a, just, you're not a doctor just saying we, we don't, don't, food, we don't recommend that you eat the line cutter rings I don't either but if you happen to eat at your own risk. Yeah. <laughs> Red River Pursuit's not liable for any yeah. ringlets. Swallow it. Yeah, key the credits. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Thanks for taking some time with us. Yeah, you got a great product. It. Before we go, it, for people who can't make it to the show and they hear about this, how are they going? How can they get a hold of you guys to order this? So we're super active on social media. You can reach out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Uh, those are ways you can reach us. And then also linecutters.com. We just revamped our website, so it's mobile friendly, super cool. Amazon, Walmart.com. We're in Cabela's, and then 242 Academies. You're and everywhere. Lot, lots of mom and pop shops. Yeah. We're, we're, we're working on it. We yeah. got we got a ways to go, but line cutters with a Z, right? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you got it. Line cutters with a Z dot com. Very cool. Thank you, Vance. Cool. Thanks, appreciate it. Awesome seeing awesome. you guys. Thank and you. Thanks, thanks so much. And when you make the purchase, please ask for Stevie to be the uh, next line cutters pro staff. Yeah, member. he's the ambassador <laughs> of the product. Un- unofficial <laughs> R two product ambassador. Thanks again. That is thank awesome. You, thanks, fellas. Thanks, Bye. guys. All right, back in the fishing hall with Kieran Howlett, one of the most, I don't know, craziest products here. This is something. Uh, that no, that's a bit extreme. It, I would it call is. it this clever instead clever, of cr- crazy I, like a fox, yeah, maybe. Yeah, crazy like a fox. You know, this is something, the, the ability to see underwater while you're fishing, I, I don't know how you, I, I don't know how it gets any better than that. Yeah. And it, Kieran is here from Texas with uh, Go Fish Cam. He's going to tell us a little bit about the product. 
Yeah, so uh, everybody's always wondered about what's going on under the water, yeah. right? Whether you, especially when you don't get a strike, right? So mm -hmm. what happened if you didn't get a strike? Did you miss it? Is there no fish? What's going on down there? And if you do get the strike, don't you want a video of that? that Wouldn't cool? that be awesome? Yeah. Exactly. So, so we came up with GoFish Cam exactly for that purpose. And it uh, goes on your line, easy to use. It allows you, kind of has two purposes. It gives you that cool shot as well as a learning tool. Sure does. Sure. So, so how does it work? You, is there a switch on it? Do you, do you turn it on, turn it off? Yeah. Is it so, always recording? So it's got a cap on the back. You just pop it off, turn it on. And the easiest use case is you uh, pop off the cap, turn it on, hit record, put it on your line, and you go fishing. Yeah. And then you fish for whatever time it is, maybe 10 minutes, 20 minutes, or till you want to see something. Then you can retrieve retrieve the uh, camera and uh, review the footage. Sure. So, so the camera kind of goes in line between uh, your main line and, and your leader uh, on your lure. And you, you record, and then once you bring the unit above water, you can actually get that signal or get that video pretty much instantaneously, right? Yeah, so it's a Wi-Fi. So once you uh, come up to the surface and you're out of the water on your mobile app, you can just connect to it like a hotspot. So yeah. it'll work if you're in the middle of nowhere with no signal. It'll work uh, as a hotspot, and you can look at the footage, maybe see what, what what's going on, maybe change what you're doing. That's awesome. That's and, and you can use and I, I'm watching the video here that Kieran has on both. The, he has two screens here, and, and you can use it salt water, fresh water, trolling, reeling it back in. Bucky, walleye fishing. You used to do a, a lot of trolling for walleye. How would this oh, help you there? It, it, it would help. It would, like Karen was saying, it would help you see if, was that, was that really a fish or was that a snack? Especially when you're trolling for walleye, right. you're closer to the bottom, you're, you're, you might be picking up. And, and then it's you help. You can see fish on your fish finder, but some was that a fish? You right. don't know. Right. Well, this is the definitive answer right here, and I, and I call this all but live. Yeah. So what what about video quality, Karen? Is it this this doesn't yeah. look to be you know like some kind of cheap. Uh, grainy, blurry picture. Yeah, so it's uh, it's full 1080, 60 frames per second. Wow. So the 60 frames per second gives you that ability to slow down the footage because yeah. when you get a really good strike, those strikes are so fast. You have to slow down the footage if you want a really cool shot. 60 frames a second. That'll do. Yeah, that'll work, <laughs> won't it, Steve? And what about people that might be afraid of... Uh, of losing the camera. Yeah, so that's always a, a fear. We haven't had a whole lot of people lose them, and we have. We suggest when you set it up that if you set up a lighter weight between the camera and the lure, and a, a heavier weight at the, to the main line, typically mm -hmm. if you have to break it off, it'll break off before the break camera. Break off at the lure, yeah. I'd rather lose a $2 lure than a Or even a, than a $20 lure. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard. Yeah. And the, uh, the metal component that the, the camera is mounted to, I'm seeing your sign here, it says 1,000 pound tension. So that's going to be hard to, uh, yeah, hard to so break that. Yeah, uh, so it's stainless steel, very, uh, very rugged and uh, made for 1,000 pounds. We've had people catching sharks and huge groupers wow. on them. Wow. Cool. And do um, you have any uh, specials going on for the show here this week? Yeah, yeah. The normal price on our website is two thirty nine, but for the show this week, we're having uh, for uh, $199. Cool. And how about for the folks, Karen, that can't make it down to the show? How can they get a hold of you guys at, uh, at your website? At yeah, your exactly. Yeah, www.gofishcam.com. That's easy. Yeah. You go cool. on there. You can see some of the footage, see what's going on. We have a blog with some tips and, and what people are doing with it. Yeah, get down to the show here yeah. and, and check out Karen. And 
What booth number are you at? What booth? Uh, 2628. So check out booth 2628. You got some monitors going here showing some video taken with the camera. Uh, this is this is pretty cool. You got to see it in person yeah. to really get a get and a feel quality, for what's going and quality and even on. Here, I just oh, wow. watched a night strike using the green LED yeah. light here folks. This, this camera it's top notch. Yeah. I I mean it and yeah, so we have a, uh, a night vision camera, a green LED that'll uh, illuminate the scene up to six feet for when it's pitch black. Wow, I'm looking at this umbrella rig. I don't know what that was. That it might have been like a striper. striper looks yeah, like, hitting Steve. the rig. Boy, man, this is cool stuff. Garen, thank you very much for taking yeah. a few minutes. Thank, thank you very much, Garen. Good luck. Th thanks thanks a lot. And we are back. We can't get out of the fishing hall, Stevie. Don't <laughs> Leave it tell to us. me nothing. Uh, if they hear you or Stevie on the line, they know where we're at. We're in the <laughs> fishing I heard hall. That. I can't get out of here. We Love keep it. on running into to interesting topics and, and individuals, and and this is one that Stevie has been dying to get over to. We're over at uh, the Scales and Tails booth here in the fishing hall with with Erwin Heinrich. He is the son of Captain Erwin Heinrich, and they run a um, fishing guide service out of Highlands, New Jersey. Do I have that right? That's correct. All well, right, you nailed sir. that. There you go, Bucky. Awesome job. Erwin, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Great, great. Tell us about your uh, charter service. So we are a six-pack charter boat. Uh, we'll take anywhere from one to six people. Nice. Uh, we run all sorts of inshore and offshore trips, uh, starting our season with striped bass uh, yeah. is our our predominant fish. We'll also have uh, bluefish mixed in at some part, usually during the spring. Change it over to the summer season. We'll do uh, fluke or flounder, more familiar with some people. Mm -hmm. uh, bottom fishing trips, black sea bass, blackfish, uh, or tog. Uh, porgies, we do the offshore. Shark, mako shark, thresher shark. Uh, oh, we do man. bluefin tuna, yellowfin tuna, the, the canyons, anywhere from Hudson Canyon. Uh, on east or south, and that's uh, yellowfin tuna, bluefin tuna, mahi-mahi, marlin, oh, wow. blue marlin, white marlin, big eye tuna. Uh, so it's the area that we fish more familiar is the New York bite, really, okay. and uh, very diverse fishery. How far you got to go out for the tuna? So typically our tuna fishing will start at around 40 miles, and it all depends on water condition, weather conditions, but uh, 40 miles on out to... Uh, I sometimes don't want to say how far we have been out, but anywhere Always out to 90, 100 miles. Good night. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Good night. So, so where is Highlands, New Jersey? Like in relation, when I think New Jersey, I, uh, Ocean City is the only, the only place that comes so to mind. So in Ocean City, that, New Jersey is the southern end of the coast. Highlands is up near Sandy Hook, which is the northernmost okay. part of the New Jersey coast. Okay. So we have Sandy Hook Bay, and uh, we share the Raritan Bay with Staten Island, New York. Gotcha. So we are directly right south there. of the Hudson River. Oh, mouth man. of the Hudson River, right okay. across from New York yep. City. Yeah, yeah. So. so the the fish you're seeing early in the year, they're uh, are they spawning fish. We have uh, in in our area, we have a mix of fish that are there to spawn and mm -hmm. fish that have already spawned. Okay. Uh, so on the East Coast, uh, we have the Chesapeake. Uh, Susquehanna River, River striped bass. Yeah. We also have Delaware River striped bass and Hudson River striped bass. So we'll see uh, our Hudson River fish early as they're doing their spawn. And uh, we'll also get the Delaware Bay and Chesapeake Bay fish at the tail end. So when they're done spawning, they're moving north. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, the Hudson River fish are moving back down out of the Hudson River. Uh, so you're getting And when the they're done with their spawn. Worlds. So usually sometime around mid-May, end of May, 
all three strains of fish, and yeah. there's three individual biomasses that all converge in our area. And oh, at wow. the same time, we get a big push of bait, bunker predominantly, yeah. and uh, it all kind of happens there at the same time. So we have uh, a very prolonged striped bass season that's in the spring awesome. and summer. Man, so. that's what struck me, or what attracted me to this uh, to this booth was your sign that says striper fishing with live bunker. Yes. And I don't know any other way more <laughs> enjoyable to catch big fish than to use live bait. Yeah, I would say that the only thing that I can't say it's necessarily better, but it's just as exciting would yeah. be throwing some top water plugs, right. poppers. Wow. Right. Uh, yeah. But it's uh, visually stimulating. You get to feel your mm -hmm. live bait getting real nervous when there's a striper underneath them and then 99 times out of 100 you're going to see that fish smash them on the surface oh, wow you know the, uh, the big bass will trap that live bait right on the surface he's got nowhere to go and they crush them and uh, see, a lot of times even if it's not on your line everybody on the boat can see it and it's exciting for yeah. everybody so yeah. when we came walking over here and i first saw the top of your sign you know and it's scales and tails I thought we were going to the wrong booth because all four days so far, Stevie's been talking about, I got, I want to go talk to the bunker guys. I thought the <laughs> charter was called the bunker guys. So now bunker I see guys, what happened. Well, what's yeah. funny is uh, a lot of times we tell people that we could run just the actual bait catching portion of the trip because the first part of the bait is uh, first part of the trip is usually spent catching live bait oh, yeah. with the uh, cast. Net. That's nice. So, uh, so you know, a lot of, uh, of a lot of the, the customers they love partaking. You yeah. know, you get a net full of bunker. You know, you got 50 or 100 of them in the cast net. Dump them out. And it's like, all right, let's hustle. Get them in the live well. And they, they everybody likes to get their, their hands dirty Those and be involved in that type of stuff too yeah those are the trips so. we like where they kind of make us be part of the crew right. too, because yeah, that's, how we, that's yeah, right. how we learn yeah how we learn it would do it. probably yeah, take absolutely. me the the whole day to catch 50 to 100 with a, a cast net though. <laughs> that would i would only catch myself in a catch net i think <laughs> it's all been done before <laughs> yeah yeah so so i'm seeing lots of pictures here from 2018 what was the uh, what was some of the big fish from from last year uh I think the biggest fish of the season was actually this one on the wall behind me. That one there. Yeah. Uh, that That's was a big fish. First yes. fish of the trip no, that day. Really? And uh, on the scale, it weighed in at 53 and a half pounds. Ooh. So, you know, that was uh, that was the, the big fish of the year last year. What, what month was that? That was the third week of May. That was third May. Third week of May. Yeah. 53. Bucky, could you imagine? Oh, man. <laughs> I thought I was catching big fish. Up north, out of the out of Lake Erie. No, no. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, these striped bass. I, There's something. You may not get me away from the shore after I do that. I love it. Well, what about flounder? How do you guys? Uh, how do you fish for them? So, our the best way that we found that we like to fish for them, and uh, the most productive is we fish deep water structure, okay. and we use bucktail jigs. Okay. Um, pretty much primarily. So Just a lot of other places. Yep, you're jigging them off the bottom. Um, working across wrecks, rock piles, uh, other different aspects of structure that we have offshore. And we usually like to start hunting our fish at around 40 or 50 feet. Okay. And then I'll say anywhere to about 90 or 100 feet. And so, uh, that varies during the season, the depth. Yeah. Um, but that's where we find our, our best batch of fish. So your clients are pretty much involved. Whether you're fishing with live bait or whether you're jigging for, for flounder, they're involved. But, you know, complete trip. Yeah. You know, so it's not... So for live bunker fishing, you know, we, we, we catch the live bait. Everybody gets a rod. 
and they follow their bait as it free swims around the boat and they're in tune with their bait and then if we're bucktailing for fluke everybody's got a rod with the uh, with the rig and they're they got to work that rig in order yeah. to get the bite yeah and uh as way i describe it to some people with the bucktail and fluke is i've actually had one or two people over the years say hey you know this is a lot like work i thought i was taking off from work today but at the end of the day with a cooler full of fish they're yeah, pretty happy that they it. did so yeah, it's you know. I'd want to be involved with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good yeah, I'd right. say a bad day of work like that beats any good day of work that I'm Real used to. Real work. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Right. Right. So you're not just sitting back waiting for a rod to go off and waiting on your turn. For so. the most part. Uh, there are times throughout the season where there's no doubt that the trolling is mm -hmm. a little bit more productive. Uh, for whatever reason, um, can't necessarily identify exactly why. don't know if it has something to do with the spawn influence or a moon influence. Uh, but we usually talk to our customers and say, you know, if, if, you're, if you're really bent on getting fish to the boat, getting a couple fish in the cooler, let's do a little bit of trolling and then we'll switch over and do the bait. And usually everybody's happy with that. And, sure. You know, it, it, we, we just try to tailor it to say what's your best shot at success. But I would sure. say that predominantly our uh, striped bass fishing is going to be all live bait fishing. Yeah. I see you got some kids involved, too, in some of these photos. That's yeah. excellent. Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. We uh, we love having the kids on the boat. Um, our rule, a lot of people, you know, they want to know what's the age limit. We don't really have an age limit. We just say is whatever you're comfortable with. So if you feel that your child can handle it, your kids can handle it, they're more than welcome to, to come aboard. So if, if people can't get down here to the show to talk to you guys, and they're listening and they're interested. How can they get a hold of you all? So the best way is by phone. Captain Irwin has his cell phone listed uh, on his website. I'll get to that. His uh, cell phone number is 908-477-7537. That's his direct line. Website's www.snTfishing.com. And uh, he also has an Instagram page with all the info on there at Scales and Tails Charters. Awesome. SNT Fish and Scales and now, Tails. Love it. And yes. when people come, do they need a, do they need to bring some equipment with them? And so what the do they need to bring? The only thing that everybody will need to bring is uh, dressed accordingly to the weather for that day, depending on the time of year. Uh, bring whatever food and drink you'd like. And as far as fishing gear, equipment, all that is provided uh, in the cost of the trip. Uh, which also includes all fish filleted and uh, sent back ready ready for you to cook. And that's cool. all included in the price. The only additional would be the tip for the mate. All right. And we say 15 to 20% is customary for sure. that. Yep. Yep. So. Do you have and any they special? should bring a positive attitude and, and be prepared for fun, looks like. I, yeah. I don't think that would be hard. Yeah. Yeah, our, our main objective is to get people to enjoy their day on our boat. Uh, we take our fishing very, very seriously. And the first uh, few years when we first started this business 13 years ago, uh, it it was a little bit of an eye-opener for us to realize that not everybody's there for the fishing. Some people are there to just be hanging out with their buds or their family and not be at work. And we've had people that could care less about actually picking up a fishing rod. So wow. we're there to get people to enjoy their day yeah. well, on the boat. And we'll not, only, somewhere and in the not only do <laughs> right. you guys catch memories like you're talking about. Absolutely. But you're catching fish, too. And it kind of tails into or ties into the name of the business, which uh, we kind of were going with that. So scales and tails, meaning yeah. you have the fish to catch and the tails to tell. Yeah. So, A-L-E-S, tails. None of the people in this picture in these pictures look like they had a bad day. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> All of them look like they've had the most fun they Whether ever had. Whether they're holding the fish or not, yeah, they're smiling. Big so. fish, small fish. Do I mean, they're not small ones considering what they're catching here, too. I mean, I'm seeing tuna. Holy 
Yeah, I mean, we have uh, you know, a big eye tuna here, which are the biggest tuna in most cases. We do have runs of giant bluefin tuna. Uh, going back two springs ago, we actually had a handful of four to 600-pound bluefin oh. tuna wow. eating our live bunker right next to the boat. Happened one time. I've heard about it, read about it from a lot of the old-timers and stuff. Happened one time. So they're there. Yeah. Usually the big eye tuna, though, that's going to be our biggest tuna. That's out in the canyons. Um, but, again, anywhere from yellowfin tuna here, this is a good representation of our yellowfin tuna. These are nice size, anywhere from 50 to 70-pound tuna here. Bluefin tuna, about 40 to 50-pound range right there. That's uh, great. So, do, do you have sushi. Any, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you have any specials for the show, for people so looking at the show? What we're doing is uh, we're actually doing tuna and shark specials Ooh. here at the show Ooh. so uh normally that trip would run eighteen hundred dollars for mm -hmm. a full day we're doing a twelve hundred dollar trip for that cool if you book here at the show if you can if you can see us at the show how many people are, are normally on a trip those trips we do four people okay. we limit it to four people uh, again everything is included in the trip wow our, our regular inshore fishing that's uh, capped at six people okay so wow so that's do the math for me there ryan I can't, bud. I don't have my phone out. It's, with the it's very reasonable. It's very, <laughs> very You're reasonable. trying to break it down to a per person. Yeah. You want a per seat price. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good that's price. That's a good though. deal. Booth 2813, yes, Scales sir. and Tails. Come down to the Outdoor Show. Check them out. Thank you, Erwin. Thank, Thank you guys for stopping Appreciate by. Appreciate it, bud. Rig and